Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. It's your daily dose of Donna. It is February 16th. We are on Thursday, which I love to say is Friday Eve. I love a Thursday. I pick my kids up from school on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And the Tuesday drive to pick them up is always like, oh, it's only Tuesday. We have so much ahead of us. But then the Thursday drive is like, oh, tomorrow's Friday. And like I get them Chick-fil-A and like we, we get boba and it feels like a fun little, you know, afternoon. So it is Thursday and I'm recording a little bit later than normal because if you guys know, um, if you're a homeowner, you know like when there's problems in the house. And of course, like I got a bill from LADWP telling me about, you know, uh, your water bill is extremely high, which is never a good email to get, especially considering, you know, we're in the middle of, of everything is high. Like our gas bill is crazy. And so I, um, we had a plumber come and sure enough some leaks in the house. And so we're getting that all fixed and whatever, but I didn't have water all morning. So I didn't, wasn't able to shower until about 12. And now here we are. It's 2.12 PM on Thursday Eve, Friday, Friday Eve. And we were recording the podcast episode. Um, thank you so much for all my new listeners. You guys, I appreciate you beyond. I always want to hear from you. I want to know what you want to talk about, what coverage you want, um, what pop culture you're liking to talk about. I have a little bit of a Dave Hollis update from what I'm seeing on Reddit. Then we're going to get into a couple different uh, stories today. We're going to talk about uh, Don Lemon, idiot upon idiot, sorry if you love Don Lemon, and we're going to talk about Ryan Seacrest. Okay, that is going to be the majority of our conversation today. So let's get started and let's jump right in. Um, if you've been listening to the the show this week, you know that Tuesday was a real, real tough day. It was the day that we all found out, or we found out Monday night, that uh, Dave Hollis, entrepreneur, motivational speaker, ex-husband of Rachel Hollis, unexpectedly and suddenly passed away at 47 years old, which is essentially my age. I'm 41. Um, still to be determined what exactly it was, but they believe it's heart condition, um, scary AF for a variety of reasons, but also just so freaking heartbreaking. And so Tuesday was like a mess. That was on Valentine's day. I felt like I was a mess. I was like in a funk. I hadn't slept. I, I couldn't like really move past that, but I recorded a podcast that a lot of people really, really resonated with. And I appreciate all of you guys. Um, Two days later, now it's February 16th, and I, I find this interesting. So let's talk Reddit for a second. If you are on Reddit and you are on the Hollis Uncensored Reddit thread or subreddit, I guess you call it, I find it really interesting because this is a Reddit that I am I, – I literally just posted for the first time the other day when I shared my, my podcast, This Daily Dose of Donna, because I had a whole episode on Dave Hollis, but – what I found interesting, okay, so this is a this is a thread that I love to watch and like read as like pop culture or like entertainment news, like like the way that we watch Vanderpump Rules, the way that we, you know, read Daily Mail, like I'm in the way we watch TikTok, like when you're just kind of into getting um, you know, just like kind of an update. And so I would read this thread and like 
when I tell you, you know, the snark is high on that thread against Rachel, against uh, Dave Hollis, and against Heidi Powell, and it's just, it's a lot, right? It's a lot. That being said, what I find interesting is, you know, now that Dave Hollis has, has passed, I think guilt is setting in across the board for people, right? Like people are feeling very guilty and confused. Should I still have my feelings that were maybe negative about them? Or should now that just completely be erased because, you know, he passed. And all of a sudden, like the vibe of the thread is like very somber. Now, of course, this is two days after he passed, but I just find it interesting. Like, why are people so okay, myself included, let's be honest, to participate in talk about and read and, you know, like listen to and give views and whatever to something that's talking negatively about someone when they're still alive. And then when they pass away, all of a sudden it's like, whoop, I didn't say that. Uh, I feel guilty for everything I ever said. But isn't it, shouldn't it be the opposite? Like, shouldn't we be feeling these things while the person is still alive? And then like, I don't know. I just find it really interesting with the state of the way it is, like with comments on TikTok and with the way people can just like say whatever they want and share whatever they want on anonymous threads like Reddit. It gets very murky, you know? So I think people are starting to really feel that guilt. And I feel for for that family that they had to see all of that stuff. You know, we saw it as entertainment. They were seeing it every day. Like if you Googled their name, they were seeing all this negative. It's not fun. It's not fun. It does make you question a lot of things. But One thing I will do is I will call something out when I see it as being Shady McShady. And I'm going to switch on over to CNN, okay? This is not a political conversation. This is not a political podcast. This is a pop culture and daily podcast about all things fun and life and motherhood and, and entertainment and TV and whatever. But let's talk about Don Lemon, okay? Okay. Here's the truth. I'm not a fan. Never really was. I think he comes off kind of arrogant. I think he comes off unlikable. Um, He's said some things in the past that have just like turned me off. I'm not a fan of his. Just not a fan of his. Um, I don't watch the news, to be 100% honest. I don't watch CNN. I don't watch Fox News. I don't watch MSNBC. I don't watch any of them, really, because I try to remain as... um, I don't want to in- immerse myself in the news like I told you yesterday. It's like for my own protection. I watch TikTok and Twitter and um, I get a lot of news from that, okay? I get a lot of my news from Daily Mail, TikTok, and Twitter. Swear to God. I don't read the news. I don't watch the news. I still know what's happening. So Don Lemon is talking about Republican candidate Nikki Haley, former UN a- a- ambassador or UN, um, I can't remember exactly what her title was. And he mentions to two women, to two women in a studio, live on the news, Nikki Haley is past her prime. She's not a, in her prime. Women in their prime are 20 and 30. 20s and 30s. Now, I could be like uh, obviously saying it a little bit wrong, but essentially what what he was saying was Nikki Haley, a woman in her 50s, is past her prime. I'm sorry, what? You can't say that. You cannot say that without getting some ramifications, my friend. Number one, let me just say how many incredible women there are in their 50s. So many women become get in their prime in their 50s. What does that even mean in their prime? Their prime is like the peak, like the climax, the pinnacle. 
so many women. I'm 41. I hope my 50s are my prime. I hope I didn't pass my prime. If my prime is at my 30s, then I'm screwed if it's all going downhill from now. I'm working towards my prime. So I didn't like that and neither did the world. I don't think anyone listened to that and felt good about it. I'm sure some sexist men did, but I don't think a lot of people listened to that and felt very good about it. And so of course now his, you know, lame ASS is having to apologize because he's getting like, you know, killed online. The fact that it even comes out of his mouth though, like the fact that some men have the ability to say this stuff is just shocking to me. Think all you want. I am not against you thinking things. Like it's so funny, you guys. I was at a Super Bowl party on Sunday and the next day I went to the gym and someone I work out with that was at the party told me something. I thought it was fairly rude about the party. I thought it was actually quite rude. Now, I'm best friends with the host of the party. Best friends. I'm like, why you, don't tell me this. Tell your husband that. Tell your girlfriend that wasn't at the party that. Don't tell me this because now I'm getting defensive. And I'm going to go to my friend and say, this is what she said about you. That's not nice. So just be aware, read the room before you say what you're, what's on your mind, right? Like we have to be a little bit uh, cautious before we're sharing all of our thoughts, right? Okay. So Don Lemon gets a big, eh. I wish I had like a, I think I do actually. Let's see if this works. Don Lemon has a big, okay. I have cheering. I have clapping. I have laughing. Drum joke, drum roll. No, I don't like any of these. I don't even, none of these. Let's hear. Oh, how about this? Don Lemon gets a big. Dumbass. <laughs> that was fun. Let's see what some other ones are. You guys like that? Okay, hold on. I'm going to do it again. Don Lemon gets a big. Dumbass. <laughs> Let's try another one. One more. Don Lemon gets a big. You're fired. (laughs) I'm having way too much fun. I'm also doing this live on TikTok and like no one's commenting. Like people are probably like, what is happening? Okay, last one and then I'll be done. Don Lemon gets a big. A whip. Okay. So let's keep moving. Um, the next conversation has another, like, you know, man in media, man in, uh, on TV, broadcast journalist, Ryan Seacrest, Seacrest out. Okay. Ryan Seacrest. I always laugh. And my, I have a couple girlfriends and my sister that we always laugh about Ryan Seacrest. Ryan Seacrest is like the man that never sleeps, right? I think he's kind of calmed down in the last few years, but I remember before I even had kids, um, I think this was like 2010, 2011, somewhere around there. I was at New Year's. I spent it with my sister and her husband and my best friend, Jill, and her husband. And we rented a house in Palm Springs. I was with Lance, who's my husband, but I think he was just my boyfriend at the time. And we were, um, oh my gosh, I don't think it was Lance. I think it was my (laughs) ex-boyfriend. Wow. I think it was my ex-boyfriend that was there. Okay. So my (laughs) ex-boyfriend, 
I really don't think it was Lance. I hope he doesn't listen to this episode. Although he did listen to an episode the other day, which was shocking to me. Anyway, so we were in Palm Springs and we were all just dying of laughter because Ryan Seacrest was everywhere. We were laughing that like he was, you know, he did the ball drop and then he did the early morning. And then later that day he did American Idol. And then he was, you know, at the Rose Parade and he was like, there's 15,000 versions of Ryan Seacrest. And so every time I think of Ryan Seacrest, I think about that. He announced today that he's stepping down from the co-host of Live with Ryan, Kelly and Ryan, which has been for the last six seasons. It was supposed to only last for three seasons, and now it's six. And I'll tell you this. Normally, I wouldn't care because I don't watch a show. I haven't watched since Regis. But I just listened to Kelly Ripa's book. She has a new book that, like a memoir or just like some stories. I thought she was so likable in this book, and I didn't like her before. Like, it's so interesting. Sometimes you read these books and you're like, ugh, I don't like it. I can't believe I even gave it a shot. I gave it a shot because I like had nothing else to listen to and I had a credit on Audible and, you know, whatever. I loved it. I actually found her incredibly funny, incredibly likable, and I really actually enjoyed the, the, the book. So if you've listened to the book, let me know. So I'm okay with Kelly Ripa now. I know she doesn't have a very good reputation. I know a lot of people are not fans of hers. But essentially what's happening is Ryan Seacrest is out. Mark Consuelos, her, her husband, is in which I find so interesting. They don't have, their kids are all out of the house. They're empty nesters. And now they're going to be working together alongside each other, you know, four or five days a week, however many days they do the show. And it's kind of like, it's kind of perfect, right? It kind of works for them. So the question is, does anyone still watch Ryan and Kelly or Kelly and Ryan? Does anyone care? Is anyone interested? Um, You know, I'm just curious, like, if you guys are even, like, who's watching that? I think it's, like, a lot of older people. It's probably women past their prime, right, Don? Right, Don Levin? It's probably women past their prime. I should have done a laugh for that one. It's probably women past their prime. Did you guys know that I'm a full podcast producer with sound effects now? Anyway, so, okay, Ryan Seacrest is out. Mark Consuelos is in. I think it's kind of cute. I also think it's kind of unwatchable. Who cares? Like, what I used to love about Regis and Kelly was they would each have their own very different lives. Kelly was younger. She had babies. um, And Regis was older. And he'd been doing this forever. And they would come and they would, like, connect over their shared stories. What are Kelly and Mark talking about? So, last night, we ate a Caesar salad. So, last night, we had... uh, uh, we watch TV together. It's like boring. I want to hear two perspectives. So we'll see how that show does. Um, okay. So on to tomorrow's Friday. Again, this episode stuck at exactly 15 minutes. This is like my sweet spot. It's a 15 minute episode. If you have not subscribed yet to Daily Dose of Donna and this is your first time listening, thank you so much. Make sure to hit the subscribe button. I am here Monday through Friday and talk about all kinds of different topics. I do it live on TikTok, so follow me over on Instagram at this is Donna Bowling and on TikTok at this is Donna Bowling. And let me know in the DMs like what you're thinking. Send a review. Like give me some love. I appreciate you guys. See you tomorrow. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE or Summit 4xE. 
Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.